welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 35. Now, we were going to do a movie this week. Um, there was three or four we were going to choose from. We even put it out there on Twitter, um, and it was still a draw. And in the end, I just thought, let's go back and kind of talk about this last year. Maybe vote on our favourite, not favourite episodes, but our kind of favourite films we watched over the last nine, ten months. So, are you there, Steve? Yes, I am. And is Jess with us? Yes, hello. Have I cut you off again? <laughs> no, that is it. Yeah, we've had trouble recording. This is our fourth version. Um, no pull this week. We don't know why. Last minute thing. Um, uh. Never mind. So, this is kind of... I was going to call it season two, but... I don't know if it's going to be a season two or not. We just continue. But it's after, you know, we're in 2021 now. So let's go through and talk about, you know, these five movies. Do you want me to start? I guess that's customary. So so I could do a little jingle here. Um, (laughs) But we're going to start with our top top five. And we all of us are kind of round robin and talk about, you know, the movies. So mm-hmm. for me, number five was our episode twenty-three, Doctor Sleep. Now, mm. that was a favourite this last year. I think it came out the year before. Um, but I bought it on Blu-ray and I watched the director's cut, and it was fantastic. Very, very long. It did make a good podcast, I think, and we all had a fair bit of fun on it. And everyone was in agreement that. It was a quality film, um, yeah. and I gave it eight boners. And yeah. I think we all gave it eight boners, actually. I think I did too, yeah. So I don't think I need to talk too much about Doctor Sleep. It was a Stephen King book, and it was kind of the second book of The Shining. So The Shining was the first, and the second one was about the young boy who was in the first. I can't remember his name. That's how rubbish I am. And Danny, his name was, wasn't it? Danny. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was about him um, trying to help others and using his kind of gift. So that was Dr. Sleep. Now, Steve, what was your number five? Um, well, how does it affect things that I've got Dr. Sleep in my top five as well? Not, not at all. But we, we don't need to talk as much about it, I suppose. Or you can just tell us what you liked about it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, let's do my number five, okay? Okay. And for that one, I went with Gremlins because I just think it's hilarious and terrific fun. I hadn't seen it in years when I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. I think I scored it very highly, although it's come at the bottom of my top five, which just goes to show, you know, it's how you feel about it in the moment to a degree, these sort of scores, and immediately afterwards. And I just thought it was great fun. But as a film, when I thought about this list, I I wouldn't rate it as highly as, well, Doctor Sleep, for example, which I've actually put higher than that. But, um, yeah, my number five is, is Gremlins. That was a, that was a good podcast. That, you had a fair few listens to that. Yeah, that was well, fun. it's a fun film, and I guess we got some of that across. Yeah, it was good. Can't wait till next year, Gremlins 2. Well, yeah. this year, then. This year. Uh, yeah. Jess, number uh, five. 
my number five was it was a close one um it was between krampus and let me in uh i think if we reviewed let them in instead then i would have chosen that but i went for krampus um really enjoyed krampus it was christmas themed it pulled inspiration from gremlins uh with all the comedic action field scenes and i think it was just a really great addition to our christmas themed episodes and i'd definitely watch it again next christmas i think i just i watch it every christmas it's great Mm -hmm. fun um when was that? It was a couple of weeks ago we did that, wasn't it? It was the last one, I think. Was it, yeah, the, yeah, the last one before Christmas. Yeah. Seems so long ago. <laughs> Time flies. Well, <laughs> you didn't hear anything then, did you? Yeah. I heard a little did shriek. <laughs> that, what was that? Because that, that didn't come from me. There was something bleeped up on my screen. <laughs> That's Rob probably of a room. Ah, and so my son's oh. on my son's logged into my Xbox account. Oh. And I get all these little friends sending messages that pop up on my screen. It's bloody annoying. Oh. You know how eight year olds talk to each other. Yeah. Um it's very annoying. Uh, anyway, I digress. Hmm. So it was pity Paul's not here because he's been on at least twenty episodes, I would have thought. Um and yeah. I'm sure he would have added a fair bit to this. So I'll move on to episode. Um, on to number four. Okay. Okay. So for me, it was our episode eleven, sinister. All right. Now, when I looked through everything on the list, this one jumped out at me, and then I went back and listened to what bonus I get it, and I only gave it six, which is quite surprising, really, because I think I should have given it a seven or an eight. I don't know. Maybe I was going against someone and, tr- and trying to bring the boners down. You, I don't you're know. trying to go with the crowd a little bit, were you? I'm not sure. But, pressure, um, peer pressure. That is a fantastic, grimy at times film. Very atmospheric. And I'd watch it again and again. And, and that, again, was a quite a funny episode. It may have been our first episode when we had decent recording equipment all of us yeah maybe. um and, and we moved over to the new platform um and got off the old skype but that was that was a good one so a bit of a game changer as well for the podcast um mm-hmm. yeah so that was my number four sinister okay steve my number four was triangle hmm I mean, if Re- that, revisited if, or number one? Well, I'm talking about the film, not the episode. I mean, oh, the first yeah. episode was barely audible. <laughs> so the, yeah. the second incarnation was probably better in that sense. But the film was nearly as confusing the second time around. But I think we had a bit more of a handle on it. But definitely, I would say we had our money's worth out of that film in terms of talking about it and trying to figure it out. And yeah, it was quite fun. I'm still confused by it. Well, so am I to a degree. It's like, where does it start and finish? I don't know. Because you're already in the middle of a a loop. So we never really established anything more than we had the first time round, apart from we had a few more theories about... What am I trying to say? I don't know. But which Jess was where at any given moment in terms of like the, the loop... 
Well, who was the first Jess? Uh, was well, yeah, it ever a last Jess? Exactly. And we don't really know the answer to that because we don't know where it all began because there'd already been many before her. But in terms of our pickup point to the end, it made a bit more sense. And we saw where our original Jess actually ended and started to loop again a little bit clearer, I think. That's about the best yeah. I can say about it. Um, but it's good fun. It's a good fun film to sort of try and wrap your head around. It's not as obvious as it might sound trying to talk about it, but it is a bit of a mind fuck, to be honest. It is definitely that. Definitely that. I watched the film a little bit like that last night, which I'll yeah. talk about later. Yeah. Um, Jess, so how many bonuses did you give um, Triangle, Steve? Can you remember? I think that- on the second time round, I was a little less harsh on it because of some of the crap we'd watched since the first time round. It's like it stood up a bit better. But I didn't give it a very high score, I don't think. I gave it like six or seven, I think. Mm. I think I'd, probably it, it deserves a bit higher. But then that's from a personal point of view. I quite like that film, right? But that doesn't mean if I was trying to review it objectively from the you know point of view of anyone listening, in... As a film, as a piece of work, I'm not sure it necessarily needs to score that high. I I personally really quite like it. Yeah, it was fun. It was, yeah, it was definitely something to talk about. Oh, yeah. How about you then, Jess? Number four. So, for number four, I chose Halloween. Um, classically good horror, mix of gore and tension with Michael Myers and his victims was brilliant. Uh, I still need to go and watch the previous Halloween films, but on its own, it was still really enjoyable. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the next one as well. Yeah, so we we did the prime party on the original. Do you remember that, Steve? Uh, I remember watching the original. But yeah, but we did it a week, week later from the. I can't remember if it was on a prime party or not, but yes, if you say so. Yeah, and we, we kind of watched it. The week after, we watched the... It's not a remake, is it? It's Oh, yeah, because... Yeah, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you call it, really. It's just that it's a continuation, isn't it? Yeah, the, like it, Halloween 2, 3, and all that lot didn't exist. Yeah. Literally it's, it's from the, Halloween. It's the natural sequel... Well, not sequel, but it's, a, continu- it's a continuation yeah. of the original story with the same people, largely, many, many years yeah. later, isn't it? And Jamie Lee Curtis is a lot older and a lot better actress, I would say. Yes, yeah, she certainly improved on the acting. Um, And I think the new one's out this year, if um, people are allowed back to the cinema. Yeah, if people are allowed back to the cinema, then it will come out. Yeah, if and when. Yeah. So let's move on to number three. Mm -hmm. Not boring you all too much? (laughs) So uh, I've got... It chapter one, which was our episode seven, which was recorded using Skype. I listened back to it and it actually wasn't that bad. I think maybe we had tweaked it a bit by then. It certainly uh, sounds a bit better than one and two. Um, I just find that a real fun film all the way through, and I think I can watch it again and again and again. Um, not so pleased with chapter two, but it's okay. I'll still watch it again. But I just thought it was the whole thing worked really well. And I think I gave that 10 boners. <laughs> and I think I protested. Dec- 
Yes, but it did get seven overall, so my ten might have helped yeah. push that up a bit. Um, Definitely did. But it's just it's a long film, but I think it's very entertaining, and the, the child actors are fantastic. I think Pennywise was great. So yeah, for me, it was it chapter one. Steve, mm-hmm. my third choice or number three is Let Me In. Yeah, and I don't mean the the what was the the, the, the was it Swedish version? Yeah, Let Them In is the Swedish one. Let Them In, right, yeah, and original. that's got a different title. Yeah, but I only watched Let Me In, which is the sort of American, I suppose, take on it. But I thought the film was really quite sweet in the in the, in the relationship between the the boy and well, what turned out to be a vampire. But it was all. I don't know. I, I, I liked their sort of, I want to say innocent relationship. It was kind of that. It was two people having a connection and it didn't really matter about the boy-girl thing or whether she was a vampire. They would just look out for each other. And there was a mutual sort of attraction that was, uh, yeah, quite sweet. I think you would have really liked the original. The Swedish version, yes, I'm sure yeah. it would, but I haven't got time for that. <laughs> well, it's only a bit of subtitles. I know, but that means I've got to sit much closer to the TV. Because my oh, eyesight's yeah. so terrible. Well, yeah, I'll just interrupt you. My wife just texts me again, um, and she's working on the ambulances, and she's had three COVID since yesterday now. Mm. And she's gone from not having any really to it being a fair amount like really gone up so stay yeah. safe out there people because something is going on yeah seriously this isn't like six months ago when we were in full lockdown and you know no one was going on the ambulances to get, you know yeah. but all of a sudden it's got really serious so a bit worrying at the moment it is um, but yeah, so Jess, mm-hmm. got a mouthful three. of pizza. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three. Yeah, number three. I went for Poltergeist. Oh, nice. Because um, again, it's a just a classic horror. The original. Movie. The original. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably one of the first horrors that I watched as a child, so it'll always be a favourite of mine. Uh, from like the chairs moving across the room, to so the proud room, of child you. being sucked into a pool. So proud of you. <laughs> There's like a lot going on in the film, which also made all those quiet moments really tense. Um, and it's definitely one that I could just watch over and over again. I love it. But yeah, I think had I because obviously I've only been on twelve episodes. Yes. So I'm just reviewing. Well, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the, the ones that I'd watched. Yeah, because yeah. I think it probably would have been really high up on my list here. Um, so you got yeah. good taste, that's the thing. Yeah. She definitely matches your taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terrify would have been at the bottom of my list, so we'll see ah, where, where okay, that so is. There is some brains in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Power guys. Yeah, absolutely. I, I actually bought that, um, got it on Blu ray. And it arrived late, so I had to watch it by other means. So it's still sealed, sat on my shelf. 
But I must get around to watching that. Um, and I should rewatch the remake as well. Yeah, so I'd be uh, quite. I want not like to have a look at that. I do like a good remake, mm. even if it's terrible. You know, yeah. even the uh, Freddy Krueger, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, which <laughs> wasn't great, but it gave us something to talk about. Yeah, it was okay. Um, so I'm going to move on to uh, number two on the list of my top five, which was 1408. Mm. which was our episode 12. Yeah. Uh, it was chosen by Graham. Um, eight bonus, eight overall. That was a great pick. So, it uh, And it was a film I'd watched before, but I'm not sure, as usual, if I was concentrating as much as I should have been. Um, but when I rewatched it, I think I might have even watched it twice because um, there was a couple of different versions. Um so I think I watched it twice. So I kind of grasped it in the end. And uh, great film. Love it. I uh, need to buy it, really. Make uh-huh. it part of the collection. So for me, 1408. Have you seen that, Jess? No, I haven't. It's, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. Definitely an intro. I think you can just watch that on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, as I think I watched both versions like that. Um, someone's got them on there. There's a... There's two different endings, I think. Yes. I won't ruin it for you. The cinematic <laughs> ending and the director's cut, I think, wasn't director's it? Director's cut, yeah. Mm. Theatrical. Do you remember that? Theatrical. We had to think about the theatrical. Yes. I don't really understand the use of those terms in terms of what the actual difference was, but that's what they called it. Yeah. One was at the theatre, and one was a Blu-ray release or DVD release. But... Yeah. So you're number two, Steve. Well, I went with Doctor Sleep. Nice for number two because I did really enjoy it, and I thought the the contrast between the two lead characters, which in my head is Ewan McGregor as Danny, and yep. what was she called, Joan the Hat or something, or no, yeah, what, some, what was her name, Rose the some, Hat, Rose the Hat, yeah, Ooh. and it, Danny is quite a selfless character he's quite humble and he's he's out to sort of make the world as you know a better place as much as he can and look after people whereas rose is and her team or whatever you want to call them is completely selfish self-indulgent and borderline well evil really she's definitely sucking the life out of people for her own benefit and you know extending her own life at the expense of others and even um, Ewan McGregor's little mate, where was she? The, the, the young girl who also shined. I can't think what she was called. Yeah. But she was very, very... She had a funny name, didn't she? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. See, it? this is the thing. We've watched them so long ago. Well, I've, but, got, um, I've got it here. Yeah. No. But her attitude couldn't have been Abra? better. Abra? Oh, Abra? that's right. Yeah, Abracadabra or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Um, but her, her outlook on life was much more in keeping with Danny's in terms of trying to do the right thing and look after people and not not be like Rose the Hat and her dodgy bunch of selfish bastards. Yeah, they were bastards. They were. They were horrible bastards. They were un, unlikable people, fundamentally. Did, did you see that, Jess? No, I didn't. I'll lend it to you. You've got a Blu-ray player, I presume. No, I have a DVD 
Oh, Jess. Have I got it? Did they give me a copy? Did they give me a DVD copy? No. No. It's just Blu-ray. Sometimes mm -hmm. they throw a DVD in, don't they? Um, well. Mm. We'll have to get you a Blu-ray player. Yeah. I just got a DVD player for Christmas. Just get an Xbox One or something. <laughs> and it's, it's done, isn't it? Yeah. I'll look out for one. So... Jess, your number two. So this was close with Poltergeist, but because this was my own choice, I had to put it in number two. It follows. Um, yeah. It, it's definitely been inspiration for my own work, like in uni and stuff. Uh, and then, as I mentioned in the episode, one of my favourite things about this film is its soundtrack and how it really enhances the tension and suspense in every scene. Um, I don't think I'll ever get bored of watching it. I've watched it a lot of times now, but the mm. soundtrack is just one of my favourite things about it. I love it. It's really, really good. That was a good... F I don't own that, and I kind of need to own it. Yeah. Um, I'll be looking to get that. But yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Definitely a good one. Did you like it, Steve? I did like it, yeah. What was that on the bonus? I don't know, but it was, I think, a seven, maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I gave it a, a nine. Yeah, yeah, it must have been high up then. I would have yeah. given, given it a 7 or 8. I must have done. Um, I, didn't, I did enjoy it, just for the record. I mean, it, it didn't make it into my top 5, but it's it's one of the better ones we've watched. So, we're getting down to it now. My yeah. number 1 for the year. <laughs> Episode 27. Terrifier. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So right. this one, bonus-wise, it got three, but I gave it a ten. <laughs> yeah. So I think there four. was two ones and two twos and a ten from me. Yeah. Um, Terrifier, I think, has everything. It has the bad acting you want in a film that's meant to be like it's shot in the 80s. And I think they achieved that. Um, they had a bad guy that... That scene in the pizza place is just amazing. I could watch that again and again. Um, I think... What, which, watching, bit is, which bit is that? Well, he's, he's in the pizza place. He's got his bag, and the two girls are sat there having a massive slice of pizza each. And he goes and, in there. Uh, he produces a ring and all that lot. And, oh, yeah. And then he, he shits all over the wall. Remember that in the toilet? Yeah, I do remember toilet? that. I wondered if that yep. was what you were referring to. Not the shitting over the wall. I just think <laughs> the, the, the kind of the way he was looking at her. Yeah. That, that just pure... I'm gonna. It, it doesn't look nice at all. I would have just shit myself and gone. Well, he, he certainly did. Yeah, he definitely shit himself. So, like, I think well, the whole scene was good. I love him riding about on his little bike. I think that was great. Um, I, I just think it was nearly perfect, um, and hmm. it it just entertains me. And I've watched it a fair few times, and I will keep watching. I own it. Um, if you want to own it, you can buy it like for two pounds on iTunes. You know, hmm. well worth getting, Steve. Well, I'll, you know? yeah, I'll probably give it a miss. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> wasn't so my for cup me, of tea. That was number one of what I like about a movie. It just, it just gave me everything. And there is a scene that that scene where he cuts her in half. It, it could have done without that. Um, yeah. And it's not really my favourite scene. I just most of the the rest of the film I really like. That's a little bit too brutal for me. But hmm. it's a lot of fun, and it's not 
real, is it? It's a movie. It didn't look real. No, no, it definitely didn't look real. But there's a new one out soon. I think they're nearly, nearly there, nearly there with it. Um, Excellent. So your number one then, Steve. My number one was actually 1408. Nice. Yeah. Because as as we said, it is a great film, and I, I think it's John Cusack actually that. Well, clearly, as he's largely the only person in it, makes the film. But he's he's quite a cool character in the sense that he's he's very sarcastic, very cynical about his own vocation, if you like. The, the fact that he's trying to write books about these sort of haunted establishments, which he doesn't even really appear to believe. He just thinks the people are all nuts and kind of voices that quite graphically. And just sort of thinks, oh, well, as a cash cow, if I can write this book and people buy into it and the tourists come and everything else, it's it's an interesting spin on it, you know? He's such He's a good actor. He's not really a believer. Was... and Well, no. I, I think he probably is after Room 108, got the, or 148, sort of taught him a lesson or two. But I think up to that point, he was a total cynic about all of it. Well, I presume he'd seen so much that was fake or... Not real. So well, yeah, but what he'd seen was not anything happening. Yeah, I think he, he was writing these books about haunted hotels and whatever else, knowing full well that they weren't. And this is the first one where he was shown. Well, actually, it can be true, and it got the better of him. Well, not quite, but certainly gave him a run for his money. <laughs> gave him a bit of a head spin. Wow. He was very disorientated at times. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Jess definitely needs to see it. Get on YouTube, Jess, and watch it. There is a really good version on there as well. So, if you know, you want to watch a quick one. It's really worth a look and reaches my number one spot, so it must be good. Definitely. And how old's that? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's fairly. 2000. Something like that. So, number one for you then, Jess. From the 12. It had to be. Another classic from my childhood that I loved, Gremlins. Yay! No. <laughs> um, just such a great film. It could be rewatched and enjoyed over and over again. It's not one of the scarier films, but it still has all of those wonderful horror elements, such as like the gore and the fear of like what are these chaotic creatures going to do next. Um, it incorporates some great comedy, like the old lady flying up the staircase on the window. Uh, and then there was some like really nice moments with like Gizmo playing his keyboard and stuff, which I thought was cute. So yeah, there's a lot to it, and I just it's one of my favourites. So it had to be at number one. Nice, mm-hmm. mm. nice. So by the time we get to Christmas this year, we'll be probably another forty episodes in. We'll stick mm. to it. Yeah, maybe fifty. That'd be good. Yep. So that was our top five. All very different. So we got Gremlins from Jess and 1408 from Steve and Terrifier from me. I don't know what Paul would have chose. Probably Ravenous with the chairs. Nah, nah, it's not allowed. Well, he loved the chairs, didn't he, and things. Well, no, you loved so, the chairs. I loved it. I loved, yeah, I loved the chairs. But he must have loved the chairs because it was the best thing in it. In your opinion, he just seemed to like the whole film. Whereas I thought it was boring as they come. It was quite boring. Yeah. And the fact that someone had stacked some chairs, I was a bit like, well, wow. <laughs> so Hold the press. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get on to just, just a quick one, really, on what was our 
one of the favourite episodes that we've done. Oh, well, so, that's... Mm-hmm. So for me, I thought The Woman in Black, um, which was our... What episode was that? Episode 18. Yeah. So I think we were... That went pretty well at that point. Um, that was just a very funny episode with a... With not... You know, I was a bit about the film, whether it's going to be half decent or not. So I'd watched it before, again, not concentrating properly, but I did enjoy it. And we had a lot of discussions about the Harry episode. Potter. Yes, because I found it quite difficult to separate Harry Potter and the... Daniel Radcliffe? No, yeah, we had, yeah but I, I just... <laughs> To me, it just was Harry Potter playing another character. So it wasn't Daniel Radcliffe at all. It was Harry Potter playing well, no, some it, solicitor. It was or Daniel it was. Radcliffe playing Harry Potter again in a different film. Yeah, and, and it was all quite confusing. And and Graham didn't like it. Little, he didn't like it at all, and he was getting quite upset that I couldn't separate them. But I really couldn't in that movie. It was like there was trains in it that was in Harry. There was everything was like just like it. Um, mm. Do you not think there was, there was a lot of similarities between well, I the thought two it movies? Was, yeah. The, the Harry Potter character in that film, which is what I'm going to call it, because I can't remember what he was called in that, but he was supposed to be a, like a, a lawyer and have kids and stuff like that, and he just looked like yeah. a, little, a little wizard. <laughs> a little wizard from whatever the yeah. school is called, and I just couldn't take him seriously as a That's how I fucking felt. lawyer. I bought the Blu-ray, right? Because we watched this, and his name's Arthur Kipps. That's the one. Yeah, Arthur, Arthur Kipps, Kipps or Harry Arthur Potter Kipps. Two. Yeah, Harry Potter Two, um, and that episode had a great intro from Dumbledore, if you remember rightly. Um, you ever heard it, Jess? No. I haven't. Honestly, I need it's, you, you need you have yeah. a little listen to it. It's it's our most listened to episode okay. of every every one we've done. It's the most listened to, um, and it's I just think it's funny. I, I, I really did have fun with that one, um, and well, even uh, after hours, you know, we you know, I've got the recordings from that, and I think Graham's pretty drunk by the end of that one. Um, that is normal. Mm. But it was a quality episode. I, I love it. And uh, well worth a listen, listeners. If you've never heard it, go back to uh, episode 18. Yeah. So did you uh, put down a favourite, Steve, or am I putting you on the spot? Well, I thought about it a bit. And I think, yeah, the, the Woman in Black was a funny episode because of your banter with Graham about Harry Potter being, well, Harry Potter again. <laughs> And him not being able to accept that. But I think my favourite episode, again, largely because of Graham, was actually the last one he did, where he just couldn't remember anything he had said the week before. Yeah, we talked mm-hmm. about that. What was the movie that... Oh, I can't remember. Hollywood a... Boulevard or something Boulevard, yeah, Sunset it. Boulevard. He watched it. Yeah, he spoke about that a lot. In yeah. one week, and then the week but after, he spoke about it again. It's, it's one thing that he didn't remember it, and then quite another thing that he actually kind of 
thought it was some kind of conspiracy that it wasn't true and actually had to listen to the episode again <laughs> that's to, it he's listened to it yeah to remind himself that he had said all those things and that we weren't just making it up that's a sign of serious alcohol abuse <laughs> and that was all on the podcast where he's listening back to it yeah while oh, we were yeah. broadcasting it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is like, well, why can I hear my podcast in the background? It's Graham trying to prove that he did say those things and that we weren't just making it up. <laughs> he was that blitzed. He didn't even remember. He not even didn't remember it. He had, oh, that's a ridiculous thing to say. I hadn't even watched that film at that point. And that was one of my favourite bits. And he's not been on the podcast since, sadly, because we'd love to get him back. Yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, I hope so. Um, Jess, favourite episode from the 12? So, my one had to be Triangle. Obviously, Revisited. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was really funny. Everyone was just so confused and arguing about how many Jesses there were. Um, yeah, it was just Graham really enjoyable again. to record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a fair few uh, Jesses. Mm. There was a good few Jesses, yeah. I think, was there four? Was it five? What, in the actual film? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I don't want to think about I think Graham thought I was about six. <laughs> I think there was yeah. about... I think I got to about four or possibly three, definitely three, that coexisted on the boat at the same time. That was one of my goals, was to work out how many versions of it were on the boat at any one time, and I think that came out about three. Mm-hmm. Graham madness. kept wandering, you know, wandering into the territory of having to think of it in non-linear time frames or something, and that's, yeah, that just confused me even more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad we did that one. Yeah. It needed right. revisiting. Yes, and we did. That was our... Uh, was that 25? That was our episode 25, wasn't it? Yeah. It was our special episode 25. Yeah. It's um, <clears throat> madness to think we've got that far. It Still is. in lockdown. Yes. And that's where it all started. Yeah, because of lockdown. You and me talking bollocks. Yeah, on Skype. Triangle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to uh, the favourite movies we've watched this year. I did mention this, did I, in the uh, WhatsApp message, just to have a little think about. Uh, Um, I will just quickly go through a couple and then I'll talk about the last two um, so the droving um, I think Paul watched it didn't like it I thought that was a great film it was a story about a guy looking for his sister he's out in I don't know if that's the Yorkshire Dales or somewhere out that way anyway Sheffield way or, um, and there's like kind of a festival on and he's trying to hunt down his sister and um, everyone's a bit weird and it's just it's quite poorly acted in parts, um, but it's engaging and, and the main actor is amazing. Um, and, and the scenery, the, the filming, I thought was brilliant. And for an English movie, it was just good, really good. Um, the, the other two, I, I put them in the same brackets because they were just stupid and funny with Swamp Ape and House Shark. I thought the two of them just gave me, so, they just made me laugh so much. We even had a, was it a prime party on uh, Swamp Ape? Is that ridiculous? Yes. And and do you know the guy in Swamp Ape, the the, the 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 muscly guy, the big lad? Can you remember him, Steve? Mm, One of them was a bit 
stupid, a bit of a um, one of you, a, a jock. <laughs> yeah, especially no, one of them especially the big musty lad. Uh-huh. He's got his own YouTube channel, and it's hilarious, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious, and there is definitely a swamp ape too, and he's in it. Um, excellent. So, I watched a movie, Ready or Not. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm, no. no, no, no. Ready or Not, about a girl. She's married this fella. Um, he's very. Uh, his parents are very rich, so they have this big wedding at the house. Um, they get married. Great. Some of the relatives are a bit weird. Um, at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock at night, she gets called down and she's got to play a game. Every new member of this family has to play this game. Um, so there's like a little card deck and a card pops out and it could be play chess or play Ludo or whatever. Hers is hide and seek. But what hide and seek means is she goes and hide and she doesn't know this, but every member of her family or the new family is going to try and kill her. Nice. Because it's kind of this ritual thing that has to happen, otherwise they won't be rich anymore. Um, and it's only happened once before or something like that um, to one of the family members. And it's a great, well-acted, gory movie. How does killing someone help them stay rich? I don't know. It's like a, like a ritual, like a, a, an offering to the, the main ghost guy or whatever you want to call him. You know, I'm like explaining this. Yeah. So like there's a guy who was maybe the head of this family once upon a time. And he, I don't know, someone made a deal with the devil okay. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but if Finance that card is picked, devil. yeah, if this ready or not cards picked, because ready or not hide and seek, isn't it to us? Um, yeah. If it's picked, then yeah, they, they had all sorts of old bow and arrows and all sorts of old weaponry. Cool. But really, really good. Um, if you get a chance to see it, do it. It's, it's just so much fun. Um, the other one was The Invisible Man. I don't know. It was a Blumhouse production. And if you've heard, you've obviously heard of The Invisible, Ma- Invisible Man. Yeah. It was a take on that um, by Blumhouse. And uh, that was, I'm not going to give that one away because you might want to watch it. Uh, that was excellent. Um, done so differently to. Like the Chevy Chase version, or is it Chevy Chase did an Invisible Man? Uh, yeah. I think now Kevin did. Bacon kind of did one as well. It was a bit rapey. I don't know if you remember that. No. <laughs> um. So it was really good. So hmm. they're my favourite films from the year, other than the ones on the podcast. So Steve, you can, it can be about anything. You don't have to talk bollocks for ages like I do, but it's up to you. Well, I was going to say. One of the problems of keeping it on the horror topic is the only horror films I've watched in 2020 have been the ones that we've reviewed or done on Prime Party. So no, you, you t- tell us what favourite films are for the year. Well, my favourite film of the year is one I watched very recently, and it's, it is The Gentleman. I think uh, it's a Guy Ritchie film, yeah. and I've watched it probably four or five times in the last few weeks. Because it just strikes a chord with me. I just think it's really great. I've only seen it at once, and it was very, very good. I will revisit it. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. It, it just it's, it's, again, I would rate it very highly on its cinematics and style and everything else, but it's just a film that really sucks me in. And I just like the characters and the way they're portrayed, in particular Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey, I think. Oh, and Colin Farrell as well. Yeah. 
<laughs> all of those characters are just so funny to me in their mannerisms and the way they sort of think and present themselves. And the, the plot of it isn't anything that spectacular, but it's just really nicely executed and very well written. And yeah, I love that film. And it's the best film I've seen in, or seen for the first time in 2020. I mean, I think it was released in 2019. It was like beginning of 2019 originally, but I've only watched it this year and it's up there, mate. It's up there. Was that on Netflix? It's on Prime Prime, at the moment. Prime. Definitely worth it. You've seen that, Jess? No, I haven't yet. Well worth a watch. It is definitely, in my opinion, well worth a watch. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I think you'd like it. It's a very uh, manly film, isn't it? I suppose, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Just, Just that one, really. Well, there's other films I could mention, but that is the standout one that I think you shouldn't miss. All you yeah. love, you know, film lovers out there should check that film out, and you either love it or hate it from what I can make out. There's people who have a a strange objection to Guy Ritchie films, even without sure seeing. Not Shane, not Shane Ritchie. No, it's Guy Ritchie. Guy who's, Ritchie. Who's Shane Ritchie? Who's the lad from EastEnders? Alfie Moon. How the fuck would I know that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Shane, Shane Ritchie used to do... Did he do... Uh, he's been on all sorts of, like, those game shows and that. I think he used to be on. Well, that's another reason I went to ever heard of him. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, each to their own. But I think... I think it's, it's, they might be brothers. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, I mean, Paul, I got to watch um, the, the Gentleman... I told him he should, and he did one afternoon fairly recently. It's probably recently. a bit masculine for him, though. I yeah, but he said he had an objection to it even before he watched it because it was a Guy Ritchie film, and he said, oh, they're all the same. It's always like London gangsters, all same bollocks over and over again. And then he watched it, and in the process of telling me how much he didn't like it, he reviewed it in such a way that it actually turned out it was one of the best films he'd seen this year. Right. <laughs> so what was the problem then? Ah, oh, well, you know, it's a good film, but I just don't like Guy Ritchie. I and think that was he, pretty much it. He just likes having an argument sometimes. Right? Well, maybe, and it was quite comical. It was definitely entertaining arguing with him about it because he, he basically said he hated it and then talked himself out of it completely into being one of the best films I'd ever seen. I was like, well, you've just argued yourself out of exactly what I told you it would be. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. I win. You win. But I didn't actually have to convince him. He convinced himself while trying to explain what he didn't like about <laughs> it. So, so Jess. Um, I've realised that going through new releases this year, I haven't really watched a lot. Um, because, I don't know, there hasn't really been too much released this year, obviously. Um and then with the release of Disney Plus, I've kind of spent most of my time rewatching old Disney films. Yeah. Um, but there was a couple of kind of standout films to me. Um, I've gone for two very different types of films, so whatever you know suits people. Uh, first one was Alive or hashtag Alive, which oh, is good. a South Korean zombie film. Yeah. On Netflix, I think yeah. we mentioned this before. That's brilliant. Uh, about a young man who lives in an apartment with his family, and he live streams video games, uh, and he has to try and survive alone when his his family have gone away, and there's a fast spreading virus taking over the world. So it's uh, sounds it's familiar. Very good. Yeah, something we can all relate to. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen I that really stage? No, I've not seen the film. It's no. Subtitles. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's on but, Netflix. 
but I don't think there's much subtitles because it's what, what, not really talk anymore. Called? Alive. Alive, alive. That was it. Okay. Yeah, hashtag alive. Um, look. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Very, very, very good. Good zombie film. Um, and then the other one, I thought I'd throw it in here because I really enjoyed it, and I do think uh, with the comedy in it, it's enjoyable for anyone. Uh, Onward, the Disney Pixar animated film that has Tom Holland and Chris Pratt in. Oh, yeah. Um, it's about that they live in a magical realm, but technology is kind of taking over. People aren't really using magic anymore. Um, and then the two elven brothers set out on this journey to resurrect their father who passed away years and years ago um, just for the day so they could speak to him. Um, and yeah, it's very good. It's very, very funny. Are Disney like, like when I was growing up, the majority of the Disney films that had been made or were being made, we're all kind of based on what like, old, is it Grimm or? Grimm's, you yeah. Know, and like, and they've run out of Grimm's to do because like, obviously they're doing all these films now that are not based on mm. like, the fairy tales we would have read as children. Yeah. I'm not um, sure because I know I, like Frozen was supposed to be based off of something. That Grimm. It might have been, I'm not sure, but Elsa so was I, supposed to be like this evil Queen, yeah. but obviously they changed yeah. that. Because you had your Snow White and you had, mm. I don't even Tangled. Um, hmm. I don't know if that was Disney or not Tangled, but like like they used to be yeah. always, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or Cinderella or whatever. Mm. Yeah, they're what all based Jungle on. Book? That was a yeah. Kipling. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a book some of mm. us would have read. I don't think I read that one growing up, mm. but. Um, well, I don't know if they s- still do that, you know. There's loads yeah, of Little, sure. Little Mermaid, that was a book, wasn't it? So, I mean, I think because Disney Pixar, grammar. I think yeah, Pixar tends to, to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they create their own kind of stories. I don't know if they really do things based off of, I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay, so we're like into uh, over 40 minutes now. Hmm. Uh so, this is normally where I would say, so what did we watch this week kind of thing, but Paul's thinking we should maybe just do a recommendation for the week, which is pretty much the same thing. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? Um, so, I watched a film from 2002 that I'd never seen before, but I'd heard great reviews about and so i thought well i'll just get it on dvd it only cost me a pound um and it was called dead end and it was a story it's not like triangle steve but like oh, yeah. a, a family there's a boy it's, it's quite funny as well that's the thing it, it's a very funny movie um yeah. there's a daughter and a son and and the lady who's in it, Insidious, the old lady, she's in it. Um, you know what I mean, Jess? Which film? Insidious. Mm, have you seen fun. any of them? No. I probably anyway. have. But... And and her husband. He's been in loads of things as well. And they, they kind of get into a car accident, and then weird stuff keeps happening. Like a woman in white appears, and and, and a man in a black car. Um. And basically, all of them, one by one, are getting taken away by this black car. 
uh, except for one of them who doesn't get taken away and she lives um but basically it's a story uh, these people pretty much have all died and the clocks have stopped at a certain time and it's death in a black car collecting them one by one except for one of them who lives and it's quite entertaining it's quite funny um and i can see why the reviews are great for it it's only 80 minutes long mm. and it was you know for a pound uh one of the guys was in twin peaks which i love and uh yeah fantastic little film dead end 2002 see if you can get it on ebay for a quid it was great bingo yeah so uh yeah bought that i uh, will watch it again very entertaining. But you, Steve, anything this week? Mm, no, I've not watched anything this week. Well, not That's films. Fine. No films. So you can't recommend anything this week? No. Unfortunately not. How about you, Jess? Is it just... Um, might as well be Kev. What does Kev watch this week? Yeah, yeah I haven't really I haven't really watched much. Because I watched um, Rob Put. Judge Dredd on the other night. Oh, what were the which, new the, the the one that was 2012. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, because I started watching it, and then I realised partway through that I had seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no idea what happens at the end because every time I've watched this, I have fallen asleep. Oh, such um, a great film! Not the Stallone I'm, one either, is it? It's not the Stallone one. I know that it's, it's from what I can see. If I sit down and watch it properly, I know I'll really appreciate it. Because um, it is shot so well. You'll like but... it, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Dread, it's called. Is that Netflix? Yeah, no, I've seen it on Netflix uh, advertised. Yeah. It's so good. So violent. They're pushing mm. it my way at the moment. I haven't All watched the it yet. Watch it, Steve. Uh, keep you entertaining, all right? Yeah. Okay. So yes. I definitely need to actually go and finish watching that because I seem to always oh. watch it really late at night when I end up falling asleep. So. <laughs> yeah. That was that, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it then. Mm-hmm. So this has been, you know, episode thirty-five, series two, episode one. Yeah, episode <laughs> one, but it'll be episode thirty. So I might confuse things if I call it series two, episode one. I'm not sure. I see how it see how it pops up. Um, yeah. The other thing I I did, I've been playing Visage still, and you're like this, Steve. I. Uploaded a half-hour episode today onto YouTube, onto the Bones Horror Podcast. A ploppy's YouTube boring channel. adventures. It's, it is a ploppy's boring <laughs> adventures, yeah. So, like, I am literally wandering around in the dark for a half hour. You should go and watch oh, it. Oh, it's back to the good old days. It is. I am wandering in the dark. The only way you, in this game, right, the only the lights keep going off on and off. Obviously, it's haunted and all this malarkey. Um, so you have to wander around, and hopefully you find a Zippo lighter. Yeah, and I think I've run out of Zippo lighters at this point. So, like, I'm wandering around in the dark, and my heart's racing on this game, and and the sound and that's great on it. So, you know, I'm sat there normally playing in the dark anyway. So today I just uploaded a half hour of me talking bollocks, wandering around for a half hour, um, in the dark. playing this in the game. And the funny thing is, about thirty minutes when it ends, it crashed. So maybe I was so boring, my Xbox crashed. So. Well, there you it go, just, folks. It That's the episode stopped. to check out. <laughs> so go and go and watch that. Um, but it is a it's a great game. I'm not sure. I can't. I'm at a point where 
I'm wandering around and I can't work out what to do next. Um, so it, right. it's, it's it's quite it's quite tricky. So I'm literally wandering around, opening doors, opening bloody fridges and ovens and cupboards and yeah. But what are you looking for? Well, I've opened up. I've found every key I could. So I've opened up all the garages and everything. You're basically you're locked in a house. Um, you can't get out the house. And weird shit is going on in the house. Like, there's noises coming from everywhere. You're downstairs, yeah. it's banging from upstairs, there's howling, babies crying. There's weird stuff everywhere. You you know, you go into a room and all of a sudden the lights get switched off. Mm. And and then the door slams. Um, but if you've got all the keys, surely you can get out? I, the- no, not for the front door, though. I've only got them for, like, for rooms that were... Uh. You know, and it's... You have to have a little look at have a little look at the Bones Horror Podcast YouTube channel, Steve. I'm sure you've been on there before, um, and have a little have a little watch of me wandering around for a half hour. So I had some fun with it, and I might do another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. So that's where I was with that, and it, it is a fun game. And I have been playing GTA a fair bit the last couple of weeks because I've been a bit bored and. Mm-hmm. Not been working because it's been Christmas and I've had the kids, so that's been all right. Yeah. So I, I've I've had a massive break from GTA Five since my graphics card broke, so I haven't played it in months. One. Well, it's only about a year and a bit old. So Stephen on YouTube has what over a million views of one of your videos. Yeah, I have a couple of them actually. So should people go and check it out? Yeah. Yeah, pig in a handcart. Pig in a handcart. in a handcart. Not GTA vagina handcart, as some people tend no. to pronounce it in Not vagina. Pigina. Pigina handcart. Just go and have a look at that. He's got, honestly, he's got well over a million views on one of his videos, um, and they are very funny and well worth a watch. If you play GTA. If you don't, it's still funny. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so it's... next week, it's your pick, Steve, for our episode 36 or episode one, where it's okay. going to be. Well, I had a look at the poll, and it said 33% for each one. Yeah. Which I think means that one person voted for each. Well, we had two, two and two. Oh, yeah. did we? We only had six I Twitter people. I only voted people. for one. Oh. I would have voted. So another person sided with you. But I'm going to pick um, Hush. And do the do the public's work for them. As they can't be asked, I'll decide. <laughs> I was disappointed, really, that they hadn't, you know, because I pushed it twice. And I, we, we've got 500 followers. And I, well, I, know. I would have thought out of them they'd, they'd vote. But One of them, you'd have thought a, a few of them could have managed to click the button. I think we've got a lot of American... Twitter oh, followers, well, and maybe it. that's what cocked it up that I put it on it. But maybe I should have put it on last thing at night or something. I don't, I don't know, or in the morning. Right. But yeah, Hush, is it? Yeah. Which is can... the film about a deaf woman. Is yes. that right? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I've seen it. It wasn't my most favourite one. So, um, oh, well. I'm happy to watch it. It's. Uh, Just sounded it's good. enthusiastic. 
Yeah, well, she probably she's seen, seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah she but you it. haven't seen it, Steve. You haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't seen it. No, I was just making Hope- the decision for the public yeah. who can't decide. Hopefully, Paul will be on next week. Yeah, he said he would. Mm. Excellent. All right, so you can follow us on the Bones Horror Pod. You can uh, follow us on Facebook, which not many people do, on Bones Horror Podcast, or you can email us on the on Bones Horror Podcast at gmail dot com. I think is that it? Probably, like that. I don't know. <laughs> You're the one who says this every I, week. <laughs> I, I think it is. I don't know. I haven't said it for a while. So you had a, you had a week off. He's forgotten everything. Uh, yeah. I think it's bones. Oh, I should have a look. Oh, anyway, it's something like that. So uh, just, get, <laughs> just email all of them. It's on the Twitter account anyway. So yeah, bones or a pod at Gmail. I'm pretty sure it's that. Mm. Um, so thank you very much for listening and putting up with us for 35 episodes, mate. There were a couple of extra ones in there as well. But thank you very much, and we will speak to you next week. And happy new Bye. year! Happy new yeah. year! Happy new year, dudes. <laughs>